when you believe in something bigger than yourself, you're not quite so eager to, to extinct yourself. Hi, everybody. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend Alfonso Rachel, and this is the Virtue Signal where yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we did a, um, a right angle this week on, on Shanghai, uh, where I, I don't know if you've been up on, on what's been happening, but the, the town consists largely of these enormous high-rise apartments. And people have been coming out on their balconies every night and simply screaming, mm. which to me is much more much more terrifying than banging pots or, or, or uh, you know, shouting slogans. They just step out on their, on their balconies and wail. It's a horrible sound and it's going to be getting worse because China's locked them down. I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about the lockdown or the pandemic so much uh, as I want to talk about uh, the, the severance of the human connection. I did a, a firewall this week about um, technocracy and technocrats. Uh, people who look at the world as terms of strictly, you know, matter. And one of these guys on the on the uh, show that we included, we talked about him just before we started rolling, uh, Yuval Harari, I think, uh, basically said that we are simply just chemical algorithms. That's basically what that's basically what people are. And one of the things that my wife pointed out to me, which I'd never really thought of, was we talk about the the physical separation and social distancing. Let's take social distancing. She said that also involves spiritual distancing. And I thought that's actually, as usual for her, it's a profound idea. Um, she said, what, what, you would know the, the exact verse probably better than she did. But some, what is the line in the Bible about a, a church essentially being two or more people gathered in his name, right? Something? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. okay, so. Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You actually, you, you, you invoked that pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> uh, if... Um, if, if you prevent two or more people gathering in his name or anybody else's name, China's a communist country. It's an atheistic country, but that's not, you know, it's not their fault uh, for most of them anyway, I guess. My point is, is that, is that if you, even if you take that, that, um, that statement from the Bible out for a second, as usual, it's describing a, a universal truth. Right. And, and that is that people are social animals and it's not just a question of, gee, we need to get together and party and, you know, and, and, and talk about football. There's something there's something extremely unbelievably distressing about being cut off from everybody else. And when you take a city like Shanghai with, you know, and across China now, something like 190 million people are kept in solitary confinement. They're in the cooler. They're in the in the solitary confinement cells of a maximum security prison they're all beginning to go mad and 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 rightfully so americans went pretty nuts and we weren't we were never under restrictions quite that draconian um so what do you think there is about this let's call it the spiritual connection uh i talked about the human connection in in the firewall on and how the people who are technocrats like the communist party of china see people as chemical algorithms and essentially just a number that can be replaced, moved around, shuffled, and so on. I don't see people that way. It's tempting, given their government 
and the size of the population to look on China as just this mass of people. That's how their own leaders look at China. But they're all every one of those people is an individual. Every one of them is an individual person. They have individual goals and fears and, and rivalries and, and loves and all the rest of it. And, and when you cut them off from each other, humans begin to wail. They go into this spiritual despair. And uh, as I get further into this firewall series, I'm going to talk about whether that's intentional or not. But for the time being, let's just talk about the results of that. What happens when you cut people off from each other, do you think, long term? Woo, man, there's a lot to open up. There's a lot to unpack there, man. Okay, so um, as you mentioned earlier uh, with, the, you know, with the Chinese people, and it's a, it's a nation that is predominantly, you know, uh, they, they have their philosophies, but in terms of, uh, you know, a belief in a God, uh, particularly, you know, the God of Israel, they do not, uh, but they do have their philosophy, whether it's Buddhism, Taoism, you know, Confucius, you know, uh, Confucian, they have their Eastern philosophies and things like that. Uh, if they want to get it more of a religious aspect of you, you could probably go into a uh, Buddha or spiritual aspect. Uh, and they have their, they have their lores and stuff like that too. Um, but and when we talk about you know, gathered in the name of, like when you say where two or more are gathered, uh, you know, I am there. Who are gathered in my name, I am there. Well, it's almost like, man, if two if two people agree, that in itself is a flipping miracle, right? <laughs> it's like just for two people to agree. So it's- You're wrong. You know, comp- you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm, I'm going yeah, to, no, I, I, just, I, I just protest. Just with you, man. I protest. <laughs> no, you weren't. You were deadly serious. No, I'm playing. Um, but look, where two or people are more gathered, and that's that's a key thing, Bill, because gathered in the name of what? People can gather, it's like we see right now, people are gathering, they take it to the streets and they're protesting, all that sort of stuff, gathered in the name of what? Uh, if we make up our own ideas of things to gather around, it's gonna be built on sand and it will collapse and there will be a meltdown. Yeah. The, the, the thing that is built on rock is to be gathered and built on the word of God himself. He is, he, he's, he's the first and the last word. Um, anything else that people try to gather around, it, it usually doesn't turn out good. And when those who are apart from God, what happens is that when you, when you decide that you want to be cast away from God, or you want to have nothing to do with them. That nation ultimately ends up being a nation that is outside and where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is yeah. what the word says. What are we seeing with China right now? We're seeing people weeping and gnashing their teeth. They're wailing out. They're crying out. And this is what happens when people think that they can have this experiment without God. Uh, your, your, uh, your lovely wife mentioned, um, you know, there's this spiritual connection. As I've mentioned before, the Lord himself is a Levite, the, the, the priest, right, of Israel. The word Levite itself means connector, right? The, mm. the, the togetherness, to gather. That's what Levite means. Yeshua is the one who actually connects us to God, being incarnate God himself. He is the priest that intercedes between us and God. That's who he is. Uh, and for all intents and purposes is God. Without him, you have no connection. So what we're seeing right now is we're seeing people who are given over to fear because of these lockdowns and outside of the pro- protocols of what the Lord even says about how we disease, how we deal with disease and stuff like that. Very practical solutions to deal with it. These people have decided that they're going to totally go against that and do it on their own accord. And it's driven people apart while they're trying to say alone together. We weren't made 
to be alone. We're made as, as social creatures. Uh, you would have a lot uh, of those in the church, in the church being the ecclesia, basically the community, right? The church isn't a place you go, church is who you are. And you will have those who will say that man was made for fellowship with God. And that's kind of true. Uh, we actually have a, um, a, 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 a jurisdiction uh, assignment in our, in our creation with God, in order to have this fellowship, you, you basically have to accept your jury duty. You have to, ex <laughs> you have to accept, uh, that you are deputized. You are a representative. Uh, we were born, um, not just for this fellowship, but we were, we were created in a military sense. And, and even in the military, man, there's a connection. You have to be connected to your brothers in arms. Uh, that was that was our assignment to go out and subdue the earth. We had a, um, a dominion. We were created to take a dominion over a certain faction to bring a certain judgment. We're representatives in that. And like I said, we have a we have a, a connection that we have a brotherhood, a sisterhood in that to do. But because we keep trying to get away from that, we keep getting away from each other at the spiritual core. Yeah. Um, it's funny because you said uh, one of the first things you said was that, you know, just getting together is not the issue. It's getting together for a purpose, for a noble purpose in, in mm. his name or whatever that purpose may be. Mm. And I was reminded of a story I heard on Monday from um, a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine. Uh, she's a rather famous actress, conservative actress. And she and her husband had done some work with Ed Asner many years ago. And um, Ed Asner died recently. Ed Asner was, of course, an extremely left-wing individual, you know, right up there with Rob Reiner, just real vocal about his politics, real, you know, real uh, milit militaristic about it, kind of militant about it. Um, and they were invited to his memorial service. So they went. This is essentially a funeral. Mm -hmm. And they said that they were sitting in there in the in the church and um, somebody got up to sing uh, a song and they got up to the mic and the first thing they said was, before I start, let me tell you, I effing hate Republicans. They didn't say effing. That's how they started. Mm -hmm. Then they sang the song. And after after this guy was finished singing the song, he, he stepped back up to the mic and said, and I wasn't kidding about hating effing Republicans. Mm. Now, what my friend said who was there, he said, that was the most barren, shallow, uh, spiritless, lifeless, depressing, bleak celebration of anybody's life that he's ever attended. He said it was just simply appalling. There was not any, any love, gratitude, affection, nothing in that room, nothing, nothing but this kind of hate and this kind of uh, vitriol. Uh, maybe that's the the legacy that Ed Asner created for himself. But certainly, those are the kinds of people who were who became friends of his. Mm. But but when I heard that, I thought, yes, that's 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 the main point. The point isn't that they're 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 screaming at us politically. The point is is that is that during this moment of that's supposed to be the celebration of a life. People felt not only comfortable, but I'm sure this particular guy felt that it was expected of him mm. to come up and deliver this hate-filled political statement at a at a at a funeral. And and this is not only the politics of American left, it's the politics of China. It's the politics of 
politics. It, let me rephrase that. It's the religion of politics, right? This is their religion. This is their hobby. This is their occupation. This is their 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 interest. This is this is their religion. Is is politics, mm -hmm. and when you and when you don't have anything other to believe in than the day-to-day -day operations of how individual humans, you know, connect to each other. If, if, if your religion is politics, you end up with a kind of a barrenness of the soul, barrenness and, and just a plain unpleasantness of personality. That's the result of this. And, and I heard this, and, and at first I was a little shocked, and, I, and at first, when I first heard it, I was a little angry, but when he talked about just how, how, how st sterile that ceremony was. He said, "Never been anything like it again before," and he never wants to go anything like it again. Mm, man, and that see that stuff. That stuff's got to be canceled, Bill. That's why you have uh, people like you know we have heroes like Zuckerberg and and uh, and Dorsey, man, who who look at that kind of hate. And uh, they say that stuff's got to be canceled. And that's against our community standards. And, and we're going to have a world where there's not going to be any of that stuff. And we're going to make this utopia and everybody's going to get along according to how we say we're supposed to get they along. They don't cancel that. I, I don't mean to I don't No, mean you're, to be right. Contrary. you're right. They, they don't cancel. I hate I effing right. hate Republicans. They yeah. cancel. I effing hate Democrats. And, and, and this is part of what contributes to the echo chamber mm. that makes somebody think that they could stand up in a room full of people that they've never met and come out and make such an offensive statement about people. Because they're 100% sure that out of the hundreds of people in that room, not one of them's a Republican. Yes. But the thing is, they feel justified, though. We deserve it yes. because we're the, the actual the, intolerant. They're, they're intolerant of our intolerance, right? That's right. That's but how that's a spiritual, that, that intolerance of, in, that intolerance and that, and, that, and that hate and that rage and that anger is driven by a lack of anything else. Sure. Right. There is no connection to anything else for them. There's no connection to, to anything that transcends politics. There's nothing more important than than getting up there and, and showing, uh, you know, to everybody else that you're that you're, you know, that you're a card carrying member of the of, of the progressive left. But this is supposed to be uh, a spiritual assembly. It's supposed to be a a, a a form of closure of a human life. And, and, and mm -hmm. there's nothing, there is no spiritual connection there. None, none. In fact, you could actually say there's a kind of a physical re repulsion there. You know, it's, it's, it, it wasn't just, it wasn't not, it was not only not a spiritual gathering. It was a gathering that actually seemed to repel spirituality. Sure. And, and when you build societies like that, you end up with some very nasty consequences. Well, absolutely, man. That's that's uh, you know, the Lord Himself says, as I've mentioned many times before, created us in His image. Uh, we were created to rep. The, the word really breaks down to representation. We represent Him in nature. So, but when you have people that reject that, then you what? At what point do you really have a solid core of how we're going to value another human being based on what? So when now you, we're into now we're into the real definition of what actual virtue is. Okay, so so now we're we have these people gathered, and for whatever their beliefs may be, uh, if they decide that they want to believe in God, fine. They want if they, so they can't really have a respect for this person, not only for their life, maybe their ideas and all this sort of stuff, but really at the core, respect for their life, but respect for them in death. Where do they go? Because a lot, according to a lot of these people, they go nowhere. Right? You just go into the ground and you rot. Um, now. If a person, if, if that's the case, and if that can be proven to be true, which nobody really knows, 
right? It, this is one of those factors. Just every, anything else, you, you bring in the evidence, you're still going to have faith, have to have faith to believe it because people can look at the truth and be like, yeah, I don't believe that. But in this instance, if there's no place to go, well, heck, man, people will be offing themselves all the time. You could prove that. So really? We don't have to. There's, there, there's no more suffering or anything like that. I'll take that ride. And they'll just, you know, they'll off themselves right there. So they Are have- you aware- uh- before you go any further, just because I have to jump in, because I will forget this, and, and this is the moment to jump in. Are, are you aware of the fact that that is exactly precisely what Hamlet's soliloquy is all about? That's exactly precisely the topic that why would we put up with the with the, with these with these horrible uh, things in life? You know, why not just, you know, uh, 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 take a bare bodkin, a, a, an arrow point. Why not just kill ourselves if sure. it weren't for the fear of the undiscovered country mm-hmm. and what dreams may come and all of the things that may happen to us after death that may be worse? Otherwise, Hamlet would have just Hamlet's basically saying otherwise. Why, 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 why not just end it? You know, yes. end these troubles. Yes, absolutely. That's right. It's, uh, to uh, be or not to be. <laughs> Thank you. Right. And so now people don't want to deal with and, and there's no justification for it. You know, uh, when people feel like, well, you know, or even if they do decide to believe, well, the Lord will forgive me for this. It's like uh, and some people say, yeah, man, you know, uh, you know, uh, after, after, uh, um, I guess posthumously will say that, well, you know, uh, he had his reasons and what like that. Don't do that. You don't know what comes after. This person may be jumping out of a fryer pan into the fire. He's like, don't do that. Don't encourage that kind of thing. Um, or man, what trips me out is when people, speaking of that funeral, when people decide that they're going to make up their own afterlife while not having respect for what the afterlife is. I remember, uh, um, who's that guy? Uh, um, Taylor, Taylor Hawk, Taylor Hawkins, just, uh, who's a drummer for the Foo Fighters. He just passed away. And I'm listening to people like Miley Cyrus saying, you know, he's up above me and and whatnot. But these are the same people who sing that song, Imagine. They love that song, Imagine, the communist, you know, anthem, right? Where John Lennon is basically admitting there's heaven. Yeah, of course there's heaven. Because if if there is no heaven, why would you have to imagine that there isn't one? Right. So they're sitting there imagining that there is no heaven, but they're going to go ahead and decide to say that Taylor Hawkins went to some place above us. Why would you even do that? He had no interest in the place. His interest was drugs, right? Despite everything that he had, everything that he was blessed with, beautiful wife, kids, chores the world, playing rock and roll. That wasn't enough for you? You need to be fulfilled by drugs? What an insult that is to people who are trying to get out there and you know actually make some music. So that's what he does. He had no interest in knowing the Lord. Why would you condemn him to go to heaven or someplace above where the Lord is? He didn't want anything to do with him while he was here. So why can why damn him to an eternity with heaven? So yeah. But th- that being said, you know, with, uh, you know, this funeral where you have people gathered and this person, I guess, going to be the pinnacle rep- representative of that and come in there and besmirch this moment, this besmirch uh, this life and death, projecting his hatred and because they have no respect of where the creation of life come from. Yeah, it, 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 I, I'm not. I'm, I mean, just since you mentioned Miley Cyrus, I don't know anything about her personal religious beliefs, so I don't want to speak for her, but I, I know I can't speak for large numbers of people out there, especially out here in, in California. And they have a kind of a Twinkie philosophy. It's like, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a Twinkie religion. What I mean by that is it's all just 
very shallow and tastes good and is bad for you. And you know, you know what I mean? It's just nothing there. And what I mean by that is I think most of these people, if you ask them, do you believe in God? Most of them would say no. Do you believe in an afterlife? Most of them would say no. Well, what about this friend of yours that died? Well, he's up there watching us. <laughs> yes. you, know, you know, and it's like, it's, 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 it's this deep and, 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 and so contradictory. And what's, what's ironic about that is, is that so many of these people say, oh, well, the reason people are religious is because they're afraid of dying. That's why they believe in this fiction of a soul and afterlife and all the rest of it. But when you hear people like that say that, you realize that they're, they're the ones who are using the whole thing just as a crutch to get past that issue. And they're not looking at any of the other things that are out there on the spectrum of, of you know, of spiritual beliefs, virtuous beliefs, all of that stuff. They're just taking the Twinkie, you know, <laughs> he's gone. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gone. Well, he's up there right now watching us, you know, and, and look, maybe he is. And, and I, I do believe that, that, that there, I do believe that there is a, that people who have passed away, we are going to see again. I like to believe that. I can't prove it, but it makes my life more uh, manageable. And 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 there's some evidence to say that you know scientific evidence to say that time doesn't exist. I don't need to get into all of that. <laughs> but but this but this this separation. Every time I see social distancing now, after what Natasha said, I'm just going to replace that in my head with spiritual distancing. Spiritual distancing. Maintain a six foot spiritual distance, maintain spiritual distancing at all time. Do not get together. Do not discuss things. Do not have a human connection. Do not, do not interact without interacting online because online is that filter that takes the complexity of the, of the 3d world, flattens it, controls it, limits it inside the frame, all of that stuff. And, and as I said, I'm going to eventually get into whether how, how much of all of this is intentional, but I will say this. If you do want to destroy a people's ability, ability or willingness to resist totalitarianism, tyranny, and oppression, the first thing you have to do is sever their connection with each other and sever their connection with the belief that there's something more eternal than who happens to be sitting in um, in uh, in the either the Forbidden Palace or the Kremlin or the White House. Indeed, Bill. Forbidden and, Kingdom. And you you have basically spoken um, the modus operandi of the devil himself. That was That is exactly where he was coming from. He says, I will ascend to the recesses of the north. My objective, I covet your throne. I am taking your throne. So, and from there, despite his coup d'etat that failed, uh, he, def he, he figured he would go after God another way. I'm going to go after your representative. I will go after Adam. In doing so, the devil himself became the blackest hat that ever lived, right? Mm. The ultimate hacker. So he went in, basically planted a virus between Adam and Eve. So what do we, and, and you, you mentioned, uh, you mentioned uh, what's his what's his name, man? He's the, the guy in the World Economic Forum. I saw him a little while Yuval, ago. Yuval, I want to say it's Yuval Harari. I'm, I'm virtually positive. You say his name? Yuval. Oh, oh, evil. Sound like say evil? <laughs> no, not, not not evil, not evil Harari. <laughs> but okay, so I'm listening to this guy. You man, we're talking about separating somebody from the human connection, right? And yeah, he's he's ang he's excited about building the things that will make us extinct. Yes, he's he's really jazzed about it. Okay, so now he wants to make something that's going to make mankind obsolete. Basically, and, and here's the thing, in order for him to do that, he's proven that you're going to have to design that. 
<laughs> it's like, okay, so you want to go ahead and play God? That's fine. You're a little late. Well, uh, but you want to go ahead and try to design this. But funny you mentioned that mm -hmm. because his his book, and I and I I need to confirm this, mm -hmm. but I'm again I'm virtually positive that uh, the book he's got that's most uh, actually comes up first when you search for him uh, is called Homo Deus. So we're Homo sapiens, uh, man mm -hmm. the wise. If I if my shreds of Latin are correct, Homo Deus means man the god and and that's exactly what he thinks he is he's he's he he's lucifer and he's frankenstein he is he's going to create something and that something is going to go on and become the new life and that makes him that makes him not not the mm -hmm. process him makes him into a god and and that's never going to turn out well no, no, it doesn't turn out good. And, and as, as you know, as I was alluding to earlier, um, you know, talking about, you know, um, joking about uh, Zuckerberg and, and uh, or Zucker, uh, yeah, Zuckerberg and, uh, and Dorsey, they want to make this better world. He's that's and, and in the human experiment, we've kind of proven over and over again that we, we kind of stay at each other's throat. We, we can't get this peace thing right. So we're going to have to have a virtual uh, community of uh, people of virtue. And since we can't get it right, we're just going to have to, we're going to have to have mankind 2.0. They're going to have to do it better. Some, some other, That's you know, uh, pseudo species or whichever is going to have to take over uh, uh, a pseudo uh, supreme species. And, you know, it's, I, I kind of call it the, uh, you know, the trip over the plug complex. There's no getting away from it. It's like, are, do you, are you going to what assume to facilitate a, a, an eternal virtual reality? Uh, somebody's going to trip over the plug at some point. And this, this thing where there he's talking about hacking into us man when we talk about we're talking about uh if we're speaking spiritually the guy is basically proving the the lord reveals himself in natural things just like he says man look at just look at nature and you will see my handiwork all right you'll see and, and in these times where we're at right now bill more and more with the with the with the uh, resources that we have available, there's no excuse to not see it. And when this guy is basically talking about where we'll have this nanotechnology, man, you ain't going to be able to keep hackers out of you. And what is a hacker going to do if, if they're able to get into your mind that is connected with this technology that is able to interface you uh, uh, cybernetically, whichever? That's taking possession now, isn't it? Well, mm -hmm. that's what demons do. If we're talking about a spiritual uh, right. war, you're possessed. Yeah, that's right. That's where we're, that's where it's coming down to. And this is this is the kind of stuff that the Lord's been talking about the whole time. Now, I'm not trying to say that these were metaphors for the tech, technological advances that we had. What the Lord is saying is, look, I told you earlier on, and this is why I stopped the Tower of Babylon from being built. If I don't stop this, and you guys are able to communicate. At this level and in the level of communication that we have right now, despite for some reason we can't communicate with each other, is astounding. And the Lord is saying, if you guys are able to communicate with each other on a certain level, there is nothing you can't do. The problem with it is, is that with this knowledge and with this ability that you have, you will do evil to each other. So I have to stop you. Yeah. And right now, he, the same thing is happening. Yeah, he, it's not so much that he was concerned with the mechanism so much as the motive, right? Mm -hmm. People will always be attempting to do this. Yes. There will always be people who will attempt to possess you and uh, steer you around. And uh, and when you think about uh, the country at its healthiest, uh, 
certainly church attendance was much, much higher because that was a chance for people to get together and, and reaffirm their own belief in things that are bigger than themselves. And when you believe in something bigger than yourself, you're not quite so eager to, to extinct yourself. You know, uh, you, you don't you're not you're not in quite such a hurry to build the machine that's going to make you obsolete. But you're the one who gave birth to this new species, Homo Deus. Go away. Go away. Let's <laughs> go. Just go on an island. And, and, and for God's sake, let's, let's just put EMP devices all around it. We don't, you know. Yes. That'll do it for this edition of the Virtue Signal on uh, Spiritual Separation. It's made possible by the members at BillWhittle.com, to whom we're very, very grateful. And we have another membership drive coming up right this uh, coming week. So we look forward to um, hearing from you about it. And 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 thank you again for your continued support. Uh, support. We'll see you next time right here on the Virtue Signal. Mm -hmm.